The running Utes able to knock off Stanford at home, advancing to 17 and 11 on the season and 8 and 9 in conference play. I missed a couple weeks here with y'all, but it's good to be back talking the Utah Utes and all things Utah basketball for this episode. How are the running Utes shaping up for the remainder of the season? What is that going to look like? On the bubble for the tournament, hard to even really say on the bubble right now. We need a lot of things to go our way in order to sneak into the tournament in March. But definitely uh, definitely a step in the right direction tonight. Thursday, February 29th. Happy leap year. Uh, the Utes put on an, a very impressive showing against the Stanford Cardinal. Uh, Davon Smith with his third triple-double on the season. He's ranked second in all of the NCAA in triple-doubles. And uh, only the third player to have three or more triple-doubles in, in the Pac-12 in the last, can't remember, what is it, 10 years or so? So an absolutely phenomenal Athletic performance, as always, by Davon Smith. Also, Cole Bajima with a career-high 21 points. Looked really sharp from beyond the arc tonight. And uh, just a really just a really great team win. Needed to put one like that together in order to gain some momentum going into the remainder of the Pac-12 conference play. And then, of course, into the Pac-12 uh, tournament in Vegas. We're going to need a lot of momentum built up before Vegas so that we can win at least two of those games. I mean, we're going to need to win at least two games in Vegas for the Pac-12 tournament uh, to really be in the conversation for getting into March. So, um, But nevertheless, a step in the right direction tonight. Uh, we played really well in front of a crowd that wasn't so sold out. You know, I think that now is kind of that point in the season where fans are starting to, uh, you know, not be too fond of, of going to games on weekdays and whatnot. Um, but definitely it's still a very entertaining team to watch. Still a team that looks, uh, you know, well-connected. The chemistry between all of these players looks as good as it did in the first half of the season, or sorry, in the first half of conference play, right? When we were firing on all cylinders back in those first 10 conference games, uh, looking really good. That's how we look tonight. And uh, I, sh- I should mention Davon's that triple-double I just talked about, of course, the first one that he scored this season was against Stanford. So I'm sensing a pattern here. It seems like our, our running Utes aren't too uh, friendly when it comes to playing the Stanford Cardinal. Really wanted to shut down Stanford on the perimeter. We know they're a very good and effective three-point shooting team. They weren't ever really able to get anything going tonight. Of course, they did knock down some shots here and there, but they just never were able to get into a rhythm which I have to credit to the defense of, of, of our running Utes. I mean, everyone was playing fiery on defense. They were moving the ball quick. They were keeping guys in front of them, contesting shots really well. Uh, and those are all things that we need to see from this team moving forward and closing out in this season. I also thought free throw shooting looked much better tonight. Now, of course, we did see, you know, Kaba Kata missed two in a row in the second half of the second half. But for the, for, the rest of the game, uh, free throw shooting did look a lot better. Davon knocked down all of his free throws tonight, which, as we know, he's right in that mid-60% range on the season. So, again, not great. That's really been uh, just sort of the Achilles heel of this team in some of these games. I really do think we would have two or three more wins this season and in Pac-12 play if our if our guys were hitting free throws. I mean, it's... It's one of the most basic fundamental elements of playing the game of basketball and for such a 
such an effective shooting team, right? Our, our team, our team's field goal percentage on the season being so good, you would think that this team would be much better at shooting the free throw, but just not the case. But again, tonight looked a lot better. And um, I think that really started to help us kind of feel confident early in this game, right? When you're getting and one conversions and you're knocking down foul shots, it's, it's just going to lead to confidence in each and every one of those players. And it's that snowball effect, right? Once the first guy kind of hits his, then it's like, all right, I got this. And then I can knock these down too. So we saw a lot of that tonight, saw a lot of snowball effect. As soon as someone is getting hot, they pass the ball to the next guy and he was also getting hot. So um, really good ball movement as always. That's when I mentioned, you know, this team has really good chemistry. The ball movement on this running Utes team has been very, very sound uh, for the for the whole season, really. Um, you know, we've had we've had that weird sort of four game stretch. And I know I missed again. I missed a couple episodes here. It was a little bit depressed from those wins. No, I'm kidding. But uh, but really those those last four what we had lost four of the last five games. Um, so really that that slump that, uh, you know, that that kind of took us from a guaranteed eight seed or better in the tournament to uh, I don't even know if these guys are going to make it into the tournament. That slump maybe we were having some ball movement issues and you know guys were looking out of sync but that was just kind of a weird little run of losses here in, in, towards the end of the season i do think that this game will be the game to get us back on track i think this saturday coming up as we host cal at home now cal is a team that's playing very well at the moment but i think if we're hosting them at home coming off an electric win like this game against Stanford. Um, I think we should be able to get the job done against Cal. And that was my prediction a few episodes back. If you go back, I did say we would get the job done against Cal at home. Uh, but one thing that I did notice, and I'm sure everyone else noticed about this game versus Stanford was yes. Although we had a lead of up to 23 points at certain point in the game. Uh, once it got down back into that 15 to 16 point lead, um, we started playing really sloppy with about 10 minutes left in the second half. We started playing really sloppy on offense. A lot of, uh, you know, early shot clock, just mistakes and errors, uh, turnovers, sloppy passes, bad shots. Um, and I, uh, we really just can't afford to play like that in late minutes. I mean, that's, that's really the reason that this team has struggled in, in late games and has lost so many games in the final minutes is because, uh, well, I don't want to say that's the reason, but that's just something that this team needs to stay focused on and getting better at is playing through the final whistle um, and just ensuring that that lead never shrinks to single digits when it was at 23 points, right? That's And it didn't, so that's good. We, you know, we held it out. We, uh, we, we didn't let them get any better than 15 points um, behind, so... Ultimately got the job done, ended up winning by winning by 22, right? Should have been 24. A guy hit the last second layup. But um, so we got the job done and that's all that matters. But like I said, I think this game will be the start of the momentum that we need to close this season out. We've got to get the job done against Cal, or sorry, against Cal at home on Saturday. So definitely a huge game, right? Because if we can put two wins in a row together, and that means we've got all the momentum on our side when we go to Oregon next Saturday with a huge opportunity for an upset. Uh, Oregon ranked third in the Pac-12 right now. We absolutely need to win that game before the season wraps up uh, if we want a shot at making March Madness. That's just how, it's just plain and simple. We have to be Oregon at Oregon, which is not going to be an easy task. 
if we can win against Cal at home and get that momentum built up, uh, the, you know, to close this week out, I think next week can be very fruitful for the running Utes. Again, as long as everyone kind of stays level-headed, stays hungry, stays determined to say, hey, we are a good enough team to be in the tournament. We should be a tournament team. We've had some unfortunate losses. Of course, you know, those are going to, uh, for some reason, when you're talking running Utes basketball, it's just a thing that's going to happen. We're going to have these weird slumps of losses that are going to put us right back into that sort of, you know, net ranked 50 to 60, uh, you know, in, in, in the AP poll. So in order to get that back up, you know, into the, into the mid thirties, 40, you know, low forties in order to have a really good shot of not being on the bubble anymore. Um, we have to win out. We just have to win out. And that's going to be very difficult because I think the, some of the losses that we've had in this season, right. You talk about, you know, when you play the number six team in the country in Arizona uh, and, you know, take them down to the final minutes in, in triple overtime, but you don't get that job done. That's a win that if you if you got that win done, that's when you keep in your pocket and your feet, you're riding off that momentum and that confidence from weeks past right in every game here on out. But because of losses like that and losses like Colorado on the road and uh, just some of these losses that we've had in the last in the last few weeks, um, those might be looming in the back of these guys heads i hope not i hope each one of these athletes is able to uh really stay focused on on one game at a time one shot at a time right um because that's what needs to be done we have to win out like i said and and uh and we've got to at least win two games in the tournament is just that's just my prediction on what we need to do in order to get to march madness and when i say we need at least two wins in the tournament again pac 12 tournament so and that's doable, right? I don't think we're going to snag one of those three or four seeds in that Pac-12 tournament, but um, but but definitely doable. I think we are going to be an underdog in that tournament. I think a lot of people are going to kind of forget about the running Utes program going into Las Vegas. I think we're uh, we're going to be looked kind of down on, and a lot of teams might take us. Uh, you know, they might they might think we're going to be an easy competition, but uh, not the case, right? This team's capable of of many great things when this team's firing on all cylinders and everyone is playing to their full potential, it's a really, really good looking team. Like I said, we deserve to be in March madness. We've just got to put some wins together to close this regular season out. So when I say Cal is playing really well, uh, right. Looking forward to Saturday, having them at home, they've won three of their last four. And of course, one of those wins was a thrilling game versus Oregon who's number third or who's number three in the Pac-12 play right now. So they've put together some pretty good wins in the last, you know, in their last four games. Um, but overall, their record 13 and 16. I think that uh, Cal is a team that is capable of beating the running Utes, but plain and simple, after what I saw tonight against Stanford, I just, I know we're the better team and I know that, uh, this this level of play that we showed tonight, um, that's what we can probably look forward to as Utah fans for the remainder of Pac-12 play, right? Now, again, Oregon on the road might be a little iffy. Oregon State on the road, probably more doable than the Oregon game. Um, but just speaking realistically, I think that we are going to look as electric for the uh, as we did tonight for the remainder of the season. So with Cal coming, coming to Salt Lake City on Saturday, um, very winnable game. It's got to, it's got to be a win. It's, it's, I mean, no brainer. If that game is lost. Then 
the season is a lost cause, right? If we can't get the job done on Saturday, then we might as well just pack our bags and, uh, and just say, well, we'll see y'all in 2024 or 2024, 25, because, uh, we, we just need to win out. And, and, you know, I know I keep saying that, but it's just the, it's just the, uh, the fact of the matter at hand, we've got to win out um, if we want to be in March Madness. So I know I keep harping on that, but but again, this game was really fun to watch. Uh, it's it's really great to see this team playing to the potential that we know they can play can play to. Uh, Gabe Madsen, again, hitting circus threes. Uh, Cole Badgema with a career high. I think that was really awesome to see. Um, you know, I've mentioned before, I think the team just looks a lot more capable and high caliber when Cole Badgema's in at shooting guard. You know, uh, compared to the likes of a guy like Hunter Erickson. Now, no shade to Hunter. I know he's a great team player. Um, he's made some good plays this season, and, he, and he's shown signs of life, and he's shown little sparks here and there of, of being a good player. But I just think that with Cole Badgema in the game, uh, our offense looks much more sound and much more talented, right, as, as far as shooting the ball goes and playmaking. He's just that sort of spot-up guy, that, you know, that Clay Thompson-esque uh, shooter, right? He just kind of sits there at the wing and, and just waits. For it. And as soon as it gets into his hands, splash. So um, it was really cool to see Cole Badgema get the hot hand going. Uh, you know, he started knocking him down early, and and it was just, uh, it was just it snowballed from there. He just kept knocking him down. So that was fun to watch. Ben Carlson got a couple big threes in there. That was cool. Um, Lawson Lovering played really well. He had uh, what was he six for six in field goals? Five for five or six for six for field goal. Um, Lawson Lovering is another guy I've mentioned needs to be playing more. And I know Craig Smith mentioned that in his interview, the Monday press conference this past week, he said Lawson Lovering just should be getting more playing time, which is kind of a funny thing for a head coach to say, I would think it's like, well, put him in, you know what he's capable of. And, but, uh, but so Craig Smith acknowledged that he said, yes, Lawson should just be getting more playing time. And sure enough, as he did, uh, he did really well, right. Held it down in the paint. Um, couple big dunks uh and, and you know just guarded up their big mans really well so it's been really fun to see utah as the tallest team in the country having four bigs who can all play the center and the power forward you know they're kind of those hybrid bigs in lawson brandon carlson ben carlson and kabakata those four guys so athletic so big and tall um and they've just made such a difference in the paint i mean that's I would credit those four guys to, you know, most of these wins because it starts in the paint. It starts down low. You got to be able to drive the ball down there. You got to be able to pass it to your big men who can kind of get those, you know, over the head catches uh, when they're posting up or, or, or guys that can just get to the baseline and put up dunks, put up layups and contested layups and stuff like that. So those four guys have been extremely valuable to this team uh, and, and just, playing their roles really well you know they're all kind of rotating in and out it's usually uh, you know usually we'll either see brandon and Kaba or we'll see uh you know Kaba and lawson ben carlson kind of just slips in there plays the wing a bit plays a little bit outside and then he'll kind of drive he'll kind of uh you know play a more big man role if once those guys get tired which we saw tonight we saw lawson levering huffing and puffing uh when there was about 10 minutes left in the game, there was a stretch before that of, I think six minutes of nonstop play. And, and, you know, Lawson was going up for dunks and, and so was Brandon. And you could just tell those big guys were like, Hey coach, we need to rest. Cause, uh, uh it's altitude. And that's something that, that, 
is great when you're used to it, but no matter how no matter how long you've lived in Salt Lake City or played sports here, you can never get fully used to it. But it does have that slight competitive advantage. Uh, Stanford was getting really tired. You could see it. So when you're not used to playing at altitude, it definitely does take a toll on your stamina and your endurance. And so we saw that. We saw our guys just outlast Stanford um, down in late minutes, which I, th- I think ultimately comes back to, you know, when it was getting down to that 15, 16 point lead kind of margin again, uh, being able to close out a lot of that closing out ability was due to just how, how much do you have left in the tank? And our guys had more. So fun, fun, fun game to watch. That's all I can really say. Davon Smith with those two nasty dunks in late minutes that oh, man, that poster has got to be on top 10, right? I mean, sports center has got to put that in the top 10, six foot tall, uh, dang near from the free throw line, dunking over, <laughs> dunking over a Stanford Cardinal down there in the paint. Very satisfying to watch. Very fun. Got the crowd on their feet. And uh, yeah, like I said, when this team is playing, they are playing and they look like a tournament team. So really, that's it. Those are my immediate sort of thoughts and feelings about this team. I know it's been a little while since I've checked in with everybody and and sat down here and talked Utah Utes with y'all. But um, man, I'm, I'm still believing in these guys because it's doable. It's right there. We just got to put a little bit of magic sauce together and we got to uh, get some big wins here late in the season. Very doable. I think we still can find a way to sneak into that March Madness tournament and, uh, and do some damage. So we're on the bubble for now. Hopefully we can kind of, or I, I honestly, I want to say that we're not even really on the bubble right now. We're sort of just kind of, we're our own bubble floating right near the bubble, but if we can get back on the bubble and then eventually just be a locked in position, you know, after that, after the Pac-12 tournament in Vegas, if we can be a lock for March Madness, that means that we had a very, very magical season because it started really high. It was, it was looking really good. And then it came crashing down and now it's starting to kind of pick back up. So, uh, hope our guys can finish. Keep believing in these Utah Utes. Um, that's really all I got for you. Go Utes. Big win against Stanford. Looking forward to the game against Cal on Saturday. Let's get it done at the Huntsman Center. Everybody needs to pull up and and cheer loud. Get on your feet. Get rowdy for these guys because they're going to need to feel all the momentum from the fans in order to continue to build their momentum on the court late in this season. That's enough for me. Again, I'm Jake Popoff hosting the Believe in Utes podcast from the Believe Podcast Network. Go Utes. Talk to you all soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.